Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Senator Tim Scott joins us now at this very trying time. Uh, he's looking to get on stage, and I believe you've done that, Senator. Is that true? Yes, sir. I am excited about being on the stage on Wednesday night. I look forward to having a serious conversation about why America must stand by our ally in the Middle East, Israel, and all the other really important topics. But shoulder to shoulder, no daylight is absolutely essential, and we should make our point clear. I hope so. Uh, There's a lot of questions. Now we have the Secretary of State Blinken going over to the region, and the president, after being yelled at by a rabbi at an event in Minnesota, seems to be now all for a pause for the Israelis. I'm for, I don't want one innocent person to die, but is this the right time to pause? Absolutely not. The only, the only right time to pause is after Israel has won the war. You cannot let the kind of atrocity, the attempt of genocide, go unanswered. Sitting down with the Ambassador Herzog from Israel, proportional response is the elimination of Hamas. Brian, it's the only thing that matters today as it relates to that war. So this guy, Ghazi Hamad, is the uh, Hamas official. He's the spokesperson. He's been interviewed by our own Trey Yinks before. And believe it or not, is considered one of the so-called moderates in the political wing of Hamas. Listen to what he said about the October 7th attack cut for. Israel is a country that has no place on our land. We must remove that country because it constitutes a security, military, and political catastrophe to the Arab and Islamic nation and must be finished. We are not ashamed to say this with full force. We must teach Israel a lesson, and we will do this again and again. The Al-Aqsa flood is just the first time, and there will be a second, a third, a fourth, because we have the determination, the resolve, and the capabilities to fight. Does that sound like a group of people that wants to talk about a two-state solution? Listen, they turned down the two-state solution as early as 2000. We know what they actually want is the elimination of Israel, and the only thing they will understand is overwhelming force power and the elimination of Hamas. That is the language we must speak in. I've said it several times, Brian, but I think it's important to highlight. Romans 13.4 reminds us to those who do evil, they should experience the wrath of God. It is time for America to back Israel for the elimination of a terrorist threat on their border. It is essential that that happens immediately. So that is one of our main uh, issues. But the other one, and I've I've read this the last hour, I've gotten now uh, about 10 different emails, and this letter came in regular mail, about people serving overseas right now in the Middle East, 
and they thought they would be in a relatively calm situation, then their bases are getting rocketed regularly, including one even in Kuwait. There's been 27 unanswered attacks, over 100 since President Biden took office. Senator, this is totally irresponsible to let let our guys be sitting ducks and just playing a, having missile defense be our only defense, isn't it? Absolutely. One of the things Americans understand that the government does not is appeasement is not a strategy. Appeasement is making yourself a larger target. The only way to respond to 100 attacks with fewer than six or seven responses from this administration is to up the ante and to target the source of these attacks, which would include whoever the perpetrator is and their funder. We have to put Iran on notice if we want to see these attacks go away. It's it's not only Yemen, but we're talking about the forces around Israel are sending a clear message. And you heard it from the, air quote, moderate within Hamas, the elimination of Israel. And the second step is to eliminate all Jews on the planet, six million being an American in America. And then finally, it's the Western civilization that they hate next. If Israel is the little Satan, they consider America the big Satan. If we are not preparing, we are woeful and derelict in our duties. And I'm talking about the president of the United States. He should be responding in kind. Every single attack should invite two responses from America. That will eliminate the attacks and the atrocities that they are trying to bring upon Israel and America. So Senator Tim Scott, our guest, I know you know his voice, but you also know that Vivek Ramaswamy is also going to be on the stage. He did a debate with Ro Kahana uh, yesterday, and here's what he said about the Middle East. Cut nine. I could care less about leading in the Middle East. I care more about protecting Americans right here at home. We actually screwed up. We screwed this one up. And here's something that both parties need to own up to. You won't hear this from the media, but they won't tell you I'm wrong about it either. One of the catalysts for what happened was the U.S., led by Biden, but Republican senators along with them, leading discussions about nuclear technology transferred to Saudi Arabia, badly upsetting what is an uncomfortable but at least existent balance of power in the Middle East. The fact that that happened this summer, and then October 7th, you have an attack you haven't seen in 50 years on Israel when it's in the middle of those discussions with Saudi Arabia. We Do you think that had anything to do with anything? I don't know what he's talking about most of the time, to be honest with you. So the truth of the matter is a simple one, that we should always be loyal to our allies and lethal to our common adversaries. The one thing that, that unfortunately Ramaswamy does very consistently is to back away from Israel. We should stand shoulder to shoulder. We have a responsibility, an obligation, and an opportunity to regain the high ground in this world. We are the city on the hill, which means that if you attack America or our allies, we should be unrelenting in our response until the problem is eliminated. What he's talking about is unrelated consistently. There is an objective in the Middle East to make Israel having a more normalized relationship through the Abraham Accords. We thank God for the success of the Abraham Accords. But we should remember one thing above all. The objective of Iran and their proxies is not a conversation about negotiation. It's only about elimination. Anyone who doesn't Mm -hmm. understand that fact 
They are misguided, misled, and just wrong. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. So promotions and nominations have been held up in the Senate. Your full-time job by Tommy Tumberville of, uh, of Alabama. He says, not until you get straight on abortion. I don't want to be having using federal money to have people travel to other states to have abortion if they're in the military. That's predominantly his view. Uh, a lot of people don't agree that our Republicans listen. Cut 29. These are the people who are kicking in doors in Fallujah, shooting terrorists in the face. And we have people saying they're desk jockeys and they're not warriors. That's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's insulting. The Chinese admirals and their military, they're probably watching this debate right now going, I can't believe my luck. can't believe our luck. Maybe we should attack Taiwan tomorrow. We're going to look back at this episode and just be stunned at what a national security suicide mission this became. So that's a senator from Alaska. He uh, is upset. Are you upset with Tuberville? Listen, the problem we see today can be solved by Joe Biden today. We should not be using federal tax dollars for abortions, period. In no way, no shape, and no form should that be the case. It has not been the case until Joe Biden's administration took office. He is the problem. He also has the solution, period. It is not even a complicated conversation to have. But Senator Sullivan, Senator Romney, uh, you just heard from Sullivan, Ernest, Senator Graham thinks Tuberville is picking the wrong, he's punishing the wrong people. Uh, and it's and it's it's hurting our readiness. Do you believe that? I believe that Joe Biden is the problem. Joe Biden is hurting our readiness if there's a problem there. Joe Biden is a person who's derelict in his duties. He understands the objective more than anyone else. He's agreed with that objective for 45, 46 years, and now he's all of a sudden changed his course. The problem can be solved by this administration. And oh, by the way, our military should be focused on lethality, not all of the social challenges that has been brought into the military by this president. Focusing back on lethality, eliminating the current debate over abortion is something the president of the United States can do right this very moment on his own. No action from Congress. Just do what the law says. All right. So so you're with Tuberville. He he is right on his issue. Got it. Um, Senator, lastly, how do you get out of the single digits in these states? People, you're the most likable guy. I can't find some people. It's so hard to find criticism of you. You really got to dig deep. I watched the dispatch. It, it, uh, they wrote a story about it. Is a, he's such a nice guy. Is he too nice, essentially? How do you get out of the single digits in these early states and then get catch momentum? You know, Brian, you're, you're right. I have high approvals here in Iowa where I am right now. The goal is a simple one. I am the strongest, most optimistic, positive, yet tough messenger we have. What we've tried for the last three consecutive elections in a row has failed. What have we tried? We've tried to be negative. We've tried to be angry. We've tried to be frustrated. And America turned away from us, not towards us. 
We have to have an optimistic, positive messenger who is tough enough. I am that messenger. Brian, you know my story. I grew up in really tough neighborhoods. My friends were, were, were shot, they were buried, and they were incarcerated. You have to be tough to get out of that neighborhood. I got out because I put my faith in the Lord. And he taught me that, yes, there is a thief that comes to kill, steal, and destroy, but he came to give us life and life more abundantly. But being a Christian means that you are tough on your enemies and you're compassionate on your friends and on your allies. That is the kind of leader we need. We need a leader who understands ultimate and universal truth. Upon that, you build the greatest nation the greatest force for good called America. Our, our founding fathers should be celebrated for building a nation on a Judeo-Christian principle, an ethos. They were tough. They endured humiliation. They endured losing their fortune because they believed in this nation above all else. I am the kind of leader mm-hmm. who understands that if we are going to remain the city on the hill, being optimistic means going to work today and enduring the challenges so that tomorrow the next generation of Americans mm-hmm. have a dream to pursue. I will break through here in Iowa as I continue to go all in. The voters here, my message resonates. They are listening, and I believe in the next 70 days or so we will have the breakthrough we are looking for. All right, uh, Senator, best of luck. Um, you know, I've always been an um, unabashed fan. Appreciate all the times you've been on camera, either talking about history or talking about South Carolina, talking about the military, or just talking about politics. Uh, Senator Tim Scott, I'm glad you're going to be on that stage. God bless. Thank you, Brian. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.